A study of 515 executives, as reported by Forbes, stated that people with higher emotional intelligence significantly outperforms people with higher IQ or experience. The findings of this study contradicted the stereotype that excelling in studies is crucial for success. It is an irony only of so-called modern times that our society still stresses on going for higher academic achievements. Thanks to the advances in the field of neuroscience that people are getting to learn the various innovative techniques and improving their lives by enhancing their emotional quotient. So what happens when your emotional intelligence is sharpened? In short, when your emotional quotient is raised, you are able to make better and more calculated decisions throughout your life. It also enables one to control the level of daily stress by reducing the frequency and level of outbursts or reactions based on anger. In a nutshell, it would be appropriate to say that for all of us, emotional intelligence matters most in generating success in all aspects of our life. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Strategies podcast. This is your host, Sonal Singhal, a success coach, NLP master practitioner, energy healer, and a therapist. To hear more about emotional intelligence, today I have with me a highly skilled mental health expert of emotions from India, Dr. Padmakshi. A clinical psychologist by profession, Dr. Padmakshi is also an educationist, stress management specialist, and personality development trainer. She received numerous accolades and awards for her work, which includes prestigious Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam Award from Government of India, Ministry of HRD. Welcome Dr. Padmakshi to the show. I wonder what prompted in you to choose the uncommon field of clinical psychology. Clinical psychology, psychology as such, it's a very interesting subject. But even today, there's a huge stigma associated with that. If you just tell somebody, you come on, you have an issue, you need to, you know, uh, expert has to address it and please go meet a doctor. Even till today, the most educated people, they're like, why me? Why do you want, do you you think I'm mad that I want to go, that you're telling me to go to a psychologist? See, that is a very difficult thing. This was the time, this was one of the motivating factors to me to take up the subject because nobody was, everybody are in the, under depression. People don't know where to go, whom to approach. So at least I thought, I want to be their friend. Let me be their friend. So if I tell them, okay, fine, I'm, I'm your friend. You can tell me what to do. And then this was something which interested me very much. So that, uh, you know, uh, this is a field which is unexplored so much. Not many people take it up. Let me see what it is. The first thing was, I wanted to understand my complex personality. Why am I like that? What's happening to me? What's this? What that? To understand myself, this is what the first reason which actually that was one of the major reasons why I I took up this subject to start chose this field. And the second reason is I married a psychiatrist. So once I married a psychiatrist, that's when I decided, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. On a very lighter note to one of my senior professor, uh, my husband's staff uh, teacher, she, she is, she told me, Padma, listen, 
your husband is a psychiatrist in his in his clinical setting they will be another girl who will come and sit there so instead of that why don't you only start it so this i tell this in every interview and people ask the reason is to understand myself when i know myself i will know what are the reasons the i am behaving like that what are the reasons what are the reasons for my problems and then i can address somebody else because everybody is in chains that chain around their body which they don't know let me go help them break those chains that is what the main thing i chose this uh, fit so i actually i'm going to ask you something which you may find amusing but really i want to ask you this for sure uh, so that people get clarity about the difference between a psychiatrist and a clinical psychologist so could you please explain uh, how these two mental health experts are different uh, a uh, psychiatrist is a doctor a basically mbbs doctor who has done a masters in uh, psychiatry they could have done a diploma dpm or md in psychiatry they are psychiatrists psychiatrists prescribe drugs mm-hmm. they are more of pharmacotherapy pharmacotherapy means there are drugs there are actually medicines and when i say drugs it is medicines there are medicines which they prescribe to patients then treat them it can be an anxiolytic drugs antidepressant drugs antipsychotics all these things uh, psychiatrists uh, prescribe they are psychiatrists doctors basically and clinical psychologists are, are uh, specialists who who train or treat the patients using psychotherapy uh, psychotherapy counseling procedures mm-hmm. so which one so you prefer which one you Sorry? prefer which one you prefer i mean uh, because you have so much of experience you have seen so many clients and or you can say patients uh, so which one you think is working more or giving more benefit to the patients see there are some uh, mental health disorders which definitely need uh, medicines they definitely need medicines along with that adjuvant therapy they need psychotherapy cbt counseling and different type of uh, therapies that that will actually work wonders uh so probably both hand in hand mm-hmm. it works really very well and uh, if 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 i have to choose something for me my very favorite one is cbt cognitive behavioral therapy mm-hmm. and deep relaxation uh techniques these are really things which really help well because uh 60% of people who come to us they have all have anxiety underlying anxiety disorders so the main important thing is you need to sit and listen to whatever they say and then when they're so stressed out mm-hmm. they really need a deep relaxation and it really works see uh, immediately once the person after the deep relaxation therapy which we do they'll feel wow i'm feeling relaxed and then we need we ask them to repeat on a regular basis they have to do it on a very regular basis along with other therapies which they needed and they will feel definitely better so they you teach them uh, or they have to come to you again and again uh, there are something called deep relaxation techniques which we i actually teach my patients i actually tell them what to do see in yoga they do a lot of deep relaxation i i make the patient sit in my clinic and then i actually tell them how to do the ways to do it you know i tell them the what is the type of music they need to do and have when they're going to do the deep relaxation actually very soothing cool music really helps a lot mm-hmm. and then i tell everybody please choose a similar place every day same place it's always better because mm-hmm. the brain works very well in familiarity that's very important mm-hmm. and then we t- i teach them the techniques how to do the deep breathing and all those things and uh, uh, we cannot master the skill in a single day 
so whenever they come to me we i keep teaching them and probably after 3 to 4 uh, times when they come to me and they they feel very very relaxed about it so dr as we are all getting to hear these days that emotional quotient plays vital role in both personal and organizational success much more than Absolutely. intelligent quotient i am coming to this question because uh, because of the topic that you have chosen uh, now the question is how can we raise our emotional quotient when most of our personality and habits are developed by the age of 7 7 or 8 i believe see what happens a whole personality formation if somebody says i have a problem it is not something which is just stemmed out out of a incident which has then which has happened yesterday or something like that it is not like that it is a whole process it's a complete journey in the whole formative years of our lives we experience so many things when a child when there are people who develop depression i generally look into their histories and check it out and all there are people who have family history they have of negativity mm-hmm. either family is not they are not well attached with the family or they have a detached family history or the parents were very busy they could not get the time and uh, they didn't make many friends because of the anxiety they usually possessed they they could not uh, speak to somebody else and there are genetic history too b- b- genetic factors too also which can be leading to all lot of uh, uh, psychological disorders but these things are very very important so an emotional empowerment i'll call it mm-hmm. everybody talks about empowerment people will only think empowerment means we make money mm. no it is not that way happiness also is something more costlier than anything in the whole world i just tell you that is something which you cannot buy and then if you search it outside you cannot get it and it is something inside you it is just that you need to probably switch on the light inside yourself and check what how i will be happy that's very very important emotions doesn't suddenly happen say if somebody comes i'm feeling very sad there must be lot of parameters which they it might have actually affected their mood mm-hmm. and some of the disorders are uh, like example uh, there is something called bipolar affective disorder mm-hmm. with with the individual who is suffering from this disease you just cannot uh, i i don't call it disease with that type of a problem we, you cannot just treat them with psychotherapy because mm-hmm. there are chemicals in the brain which alters the function of it so that has to be regulated so the patient definitely needs pharmacotherapy so so we need to use everything so sometimes the patient will not even have control over their emotions they'll say i don't i'm unable to have control that was be- that is because it's the it's a problem in the brain Mm-hmm. the hormonal imbalances like it could be serotonin dopamine and lot of hormones in the brain we call these hormones as feel good hormones mm-hmm. these hormones are the ones which are responsible for a person to be very happy so example if if i am if i am very i am doing a work with happiness if i have to lift this bottle or you have to lift the bottle that means that hormones have not positive hormones have not regulated it is a stress hormone which has been liberated mm-hmm. if i go to lift the same work see i have to do the same work and i'm going to lift the bottle with smile hey i'm going to lift the bottle i have to finish doing it that's when that feel good hormones get liberated see situation is just the same the way we react is very very important mm-hmm. so that is what emotional things it just it just bottles up due to lot of reasons so i tell everybody please when you have such emotional differences in you please talk to somebody venting out at the right time is very very important 
that is very important if i get need to get strong about my emotions i need to tell it to the right people see listen you did this and it didn't give me happiness instead of just there are few people they don't know how to tell it out they'll just keep it for a very long period of time and suddenly just burst out saying blah 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 they just yelling instead of that at this point of time example i want to tell you sonal see this is what you did i didn't like it mm-hmm. so i might as well and finish it off there Mm-hmm. but what do we do? we always keep it for a long period of time and just tell oh my fate is like that oh probably somebody has done something to me or probably i'm unable to deal with it i don't have the power of dealing with these kind of things instead of those things i request everybody timely ventilation of your emotion is very very important mm-hmm. see once you tell out your uh, problems see if it is happiness you tell it see listen i'm very happy come go let's celebrate it the same way come on i'm very sad let's go talk about it mm-hmm. that's what it has to start that doesn't happen because people feel they'll be judged oh mm-hmm. hey you're feeling sad you are crying mm-hmm. that is what leads to lot of problems like this so what if, if i tell what the other person thinks about me or if i tell and they go and tell my problems to somebody else mm-hmm. so these kind of things people are very very scared they don't go tell and all those to be their emotions to everybody that's when a lot of problems keep happening and there are people in relationships See, in a relationship, there is a traumatic condition. Something has happened. Instead of just keeping and saying, "Oh, he doesn't like me," "Oh, she doesn't like me," "Oh, looks like we'll not be able to communicate with each other better," instead of those kind of things, keep your communication crystal clear. Tell it, "You did this, and I didn't like it." And so, they sit and talk to each other and try to come to a solution. Then instead of just uh, telling, "Oh, just being judgmental and grumbling and talking negative." communication is the key so mm-hmm. you have a good key in your hand it's called communication which will open the lock of emotional disturbances and you'll come out with a solution that is happiness so just talk you're not wasting anything you just need to talk but what do we do oh they'll try to yell they'll try to boss over in a relationship mm-hmm. saying you are wrong instead of those things you need to tell it in a neat way this is something which you did i did not like it see example i like coffee and my partner may like tea so that is not wrong thing so if you if the person force the individual no 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 you have to drink tea then that's when the emotions get happen saying oh you don't care for me you don't understand my liking instead of that you talk you speak it out saying listen this is what i like this is a drink i like that is a drink you like so what do we do we both will sit together and drink our respective drinks that's coffee and tea instead of just saying i prepared tea for you i prepared coffee for you you didn't like what i say you didn't do that to me and what happens is when the initially you wouldn't have went spoken it out and later you'll try associating with that that small thing to everything oh i did that day that for you and you didn't even bother about it and all those things instead of these things keep your communication very clear yeah. i didn't like it for sort it out at that time only and you have a problem tell it out when when you're telling it when you find somebody to express your emotions that's when you're empowered you feel yeah something is not fine with me i have somebody to go and tell so the same thing i request to the other person also when somebody tells you something confidentiality is something which you need to maintain because we are not finding people why it's not that we don't have population in the world yeah. <laughs> just it is just that the world trust is the problem don't trust them saying if i tell this what if that other person will tell go and tell it to somebody else so for for you to have a good friend they always say for you need to be a friend first mm. 
that confidentiality you need to develop it and actually maintain that the sanity of the whole relationship has to be maintained by keeping the confidentiality so once when this keeps developing your emotional development gets better so what if a child goes and tells a father some listen i'm feeling this and something instead of yelling at the child listen to the child mm-hmm. a child is a human being too he's trying to tell you something he's saying hey shut up and get lost you don't understand you're a child and all that stuff no a child has its own emotions what happens is when pe- when the parent would have done these kind of things slowly the child keeps everything to himself mm-hmm. that's when you would have developed low self esteem you would have developed inferiority complex he has those un- yeah, insecurity feelings all these things will be developed so timely expression of emotions is very very important mm-hmm. whether you feel happy see when you have a promotion and you feel let's celebrate come on i am feeling sad let's celebrate that too let's speak about it so that's when probably all our problems will get solved emotional empowerment means very simple thing whatever i am undergoing i should be able to express it to the concerned person in the right way instead of yelling mm-hmm. instead of saying see when you are somebody is dead you can't laugh mm-hmm. so you would have definitely that does, doesn't mean i always tell everybody this was asked by somebody so you mean to say if somebody is not feeling well or dead and all we have to be very happy and express it i said no that is not the right thing right emotions and the right time to the right people is very important that is what empowerment means everything right mm-hmm. right time right person and right way of communication that's where you're totally empowered so doctor uh, with the ongoing co- uh, crisis of uh, covid uh, there has been a tremendous and unprecedented uh, unprecedented rise in mental health issues or cases uh, people are so afraid to go out of their houses and you know uh, i have even heard of some cases where people are so much impacted that uh, they are even refusing to get out of their rooms and they are suffering from severe depression and the level of anxiety is so high that people are turning suicidal so i wonder how can we reach to such people to help and educate them i would like to tell you one important point here so the next global pandemic is going to be mental health mental health issue next mm-hmm. the current current pandemic is what we are all speaking about corona corona mm-hmm. covid-19 lockdown breakdown and all those things so the next pandemic which is very very more scary than anything is a mental health issues and i am i am we are all talking so much about it all the mental health professionals because the most scariest thing about it is people don't express it and the suicide rates are increasing mm-hmm. i would like to tell you the number the previous year it was 8 lakh people i mention it in every place and i would like to mention it here too 8 lakh people who have committed suicide in a single year across the globe mm-hmm. with the number is really so scary and now during covid times the suicidal rates have gone i i heard it's by some point 8 or some point 9% i don't know it is raised by that percent that mm-hmm. percentage and then people are so anxious they are like oh because see the kind of media information is coming oh covid there is no beds available nothing is happening no treatment no vaccine no that and that person is dying this person is dying these this is the kind of messages which are getting in on the tv social media and everywhere people are really anxious oh what will happen to me what if i go outside what if i get covid what will what will happen to my family if i get who will take care of my family these are the amount of anxiety which has been associated with this type of uh, people and then they don't want to come out of the house they feel if i come out of the house 
i will be affected or oh what there are so many people there if i go uh, i might get covid i get i might get infected by that uh, virus so this is something which we need to educate the people with proper information that 2% it's only 2% is the death rate due to covid mm-hmm. you people are dying because of bacterial infections too and then people are dying by committing suicide due to cancers due to heart related problems and accidents and lot of things so we need to understand death can come in any possible way we all are born and we all will be dying one day but does not mean you can make your living uh, it's like it's kind of you're living a deadful death, life yeah <laughs> it's let's not do that and then we we have told you the right way of not getting this contact is not socializing not going in big groups and using mask and sanitizing your hands and all those things please do please follow those basic things social distancing and mask and sanitizing your hands it's like sms you do that and leave it do the rest of it because now the whole globe is getting back to their normal uh, lives we were under lockdown we did not go out and all that stuff my now we have to get back to normal but how long can you sit behind your doors you cannot do that mm-hmm. so please use the necessary measures and come out of your houses and start living your lives mm-hmm. you cannot uh, stop living your life just because we have pandemic outside we have to be very careful i don't deny that fact but you have to also be understanding that by just by covid infection person won't die you have to understand that very clearly and you should also understand that we'll take care of my family what will happen to me this is all the unwanted thought process you have mm-hmm. so follow the right things and you're definitely going to be fine mm-hmm. mental health professionals are speaking so much about it because uh, as as i told you last year it was 8 lakh people who have committed suicide that itself is a huge pandemic mm-hmm. we have to address that corona see there are people we, we, we once in a year we or twice thrice we all get throat infections and all those things we have all survived all those things so covid uh, will not kill you it's your fear which is killing you we always suggest it's not disease which kills the individual it is the fear of the disease which will be killing the individual please all the people if you feel you are strong enough and all those things spread positivity and spread positive information that's very important mm-hmm. instead of just scaring people saying oh corona oh that will happen this will happen instead of all those things spread the positivity spread the information which is useful tell them the methods to be- see we are all talking if you talk about health we all talk about physical health mm-hmm. no but that is not only that physical health we should also understand mental health also is health because who defines health as physical mental and the spiritual health of an individual is a complete overall health of a person so you need to be physically strong mentally strong emotionally strong and spiritually also you should be very very strong for an individual to fight any disease mm-hmm. so you have i tell everybody instead of spreading negativity spread messages which gives you positivity spread message which gives you tips on how to improve your physical health mm-hmm. tips how to improve your mental health mm-hmm. tips how to improve your emotional health tips to improve your spiritual health instead of just saying oh corona your neighborhood there is corona here there is corona that one has this happened that happened here it is locked down there it is breakdown instead of those kind of things tell people it is absolutely okay don't worry whatever happens i am going to stand with you we are going to stand with you by st- spreading these kind of messages to the world Pro- probably we will be spreading humanity mm-hmm. 
So humanity yeah. stands stronger than any other disease and any other thing in the world. No disease can kill us. So now, uh, now we are uh, expressing like about me- uh, mental health, but also about physical health. You raised that it is also important. Yeah. But then, if somebody is suffering from mental issues such as psychosis or OCD, then how can we motivate uh, these people for uh, any physical movement or um, uh, or any exercise? See, it is not very easy. I agree with you. The caregivers are facing huge problems. What happens if a person has fever? We give them a Dolo 650 and say, "Listen, this will your fever will come down within 20 minutes." Whatever extra plus or minus five minutes, mm-hmm. so the person will take it, and they are lying by themselves. The family will give them food and all that stuff, and it's fine. After three, three to four days, they recover, whatever be the condition. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to mental health, the whole family will be suffering. Mm-hmm. Just imagine a person in your in the house. There is a person who is psychotic, or there is a person with some neurotic problems, or somebody with OCD, or somebody with depression, somebody who has suicidal tendencies. so they you almost there i call these people are like suicidal bombers mm-hmm. people who suddenly feel are i spoke to him in the evening how come he committed suicide so their major problems it is it is the it is just not the individual it is a psychosocial uh, complete rehabilitation of those patients it is just not individually you have to the family support is important the society support is important the individual should actually take steps to overcome the uh, problems if example if if it is drug and alcohol issues so it is not just uh, indi- it's just not an individual problem it's mm-hmm. a complete social social problem it's a social support them family problem yeah. so we all should help each other to deal such problems so when individual definitely they'll not come in a depression you'll never feel like going out and doing walking we tell them do some physical activity mm-hmm. so when a person lacks these things so there is worthlessness helplessness hopelessness mm-hmm. these are the symptoms in depression mm-hmm. a person will feel i am not worth anything nobody likes mm-hmm. me i cannot do anything and nothing is good around me they have total negativity around them there is no positivity nobody likes me i am not worth it i am you no know, i cannot do anything so definitely in these kind of things their negativity will raise so much the next thing they'll get is uh, in their brain mind or oh, the, there is not life is not worth living mm-hmm. let me commit suicide so that my problems will come to an end and my family members will be happy because my life has come to an end and problems mm-hmm. are ending that is not the right thought process mm-hmm. if somebody is expressed these kind of things to you that is an alarming signal mm-hmm. that means those people have negative thoughts suicide yeah that's when you need to take immediate action so sit and talk to them comfortably so instead of scolding them and communication as i told you instead of scolding your family members it can be your children your spouse or brother sister whatever your friends and everybody sit and talk to individuals who have problems at least they'll express it to you what they're undergoing mm. if you're only scolding or overlooking and not even caring about them and all how will they express yeah. so we need to be open to listen to the other person's problems mm-hmm. listen to it and if you cannot deal with it send them to a mental health professional mm-hmm. i'm definitely nobody if you tell them oh, come on there is something wrong with you you go they will not go convince them take them in the right way and initially they really need some amount of stimulation for their body the drugs will be the medicines i mean let me tell you medicines the medicines will be doing the miracles medicals real medicines really work miracles Mm-hmm. so once they get taking once they start taking the medicines they'll feel the improvement and they themselves will feel okay mm-hmm. that we start doing something 
so if you if at all you 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 feel as individuals in your family mem family outside your family in your circle social circle you feel changes in somebody's behaviors means before they were very lively suddenly they have become very silent or their activity has reduced or the way they talk before they were very positive and full of energy and suddenly they have become very negative means if you find a lot of changes like this when you observe such changes it is high time that you also tell them in the right way not in the offensive way nobody will listen see looks like something is wrong actually you have changed from this to this their self care would have reduced sometimes they would have been very neatly dressed and now the the whole self care they don't even feel like getting ready they don't even feel like taking bath their food habits have changed their sleep habits have changed all these things are alarming signals the family will notice there are people who say i suddenly saw changes in his sleeping habits that's why i got into you mm. there are such intelligent people they'll say yeah because i had seen in an interview i i had heard about such things so i got them so it is it's in a very neat way you have to tell the individual and convince them and tell them say listen there is a problem and problem can come to anybody the mental health problems is something it is not a rich man's disease or not a poor man's disease it can come to anybody and then mental health problems can come to any sex it is not that only a man will suffer or only a woman will suffer mental health problems can come to anybody with any type of educational background with somebody who is a illiterate or somebody who is a phd holder or somebody is with a scientist or some mental health problems can come to irrespective of their educational backgrounds irrespective of the social backgrounds irrespective of the country they may say in us or india or in some other place or even australia africa whatever place doesn't matter so basically we should understand mental health issue is something which can come to anybody so it can come to me it can come to somebody that the how the person would have handled also matters somebody would have managed it well that this couldn't have managed it so when it occurs to anybody when please take care of it that's very important so when you have a problem in your stomach then suddenly you have pain and you feel touch it and you like ah you have that pain you'll immediately run to a doctor mm-hmm. same thing the same thing mental health too there is some problem and you feel are looks like you know i'm unable to concentrate on what i'm doing or i am able to look positively into everything i suddenly i feel a lot of uh, loss of energy in lot of things even if i don't do anything i feel like you know i don't a um, lot of energy is lost these kind of things please go to a mental health professional they'll be able to help you better and if i will repeat all the symptoms which have to be cleanly observed mm-hmm. if a person is uh, not able to sleep on time sleeping disorders or if they sleep and get up suddenly or he's sleeping and again next day morning uh, he doesn't have the he or she doesn't have that feel that i have completely slept and uh, i have fresh enough or something like that that means you have a sleeping problem and then suddenly eating issues mm-hmm. or eating eating or not eating it can be anorexia nervosa or an uh, or the other way opposite to so these kind of problems or uh, you feel like eating too much of sweets mm-hmm. then you, your appetite is still not full you feel you feel like eating a lot or sometimes whatever you eating you're not feeling the taste mm-hmm. so like i'm just eating just for the heck of it or something like that and then uh, the sleep issues eating disorders and it can be person may having constipation or diarrhea both anything they they have both of it can be affected so a person can have 
anxiety person can have depression the person suddenly has got addicted to different types of substances they can be substance abuse it can be like drugs it can be like tobacco or it can be any drugs uh, anything or alcohol also included or they can also be severely addicted to mobile phone we should not forget that see but now because of corona people everything is going online and everybody are so stuck to their mobile phones next another new disorder may come associated with such things so they already called digit atrophy means by constant swiping of the mobile phone with these fingers there is already atrophy of the the yeah. skin layer mm-hmm. so these lot of problems is uh, uh, arriving and then if you suddenly feel you are getting addicted to something and you are unable to overcome it mm-hmm. so these are also problems because of that and uh, suddenly you feel severe hair loss mm-hmm. women would have seen sudden severe hair loss or sometimes you feel your anemic they would have somebody said hey you become very pale or something like that so people complain of digestive issues i feel whatever i eat i don't have proper digestive problems i have mm-hmm. severe gastritis or suddenly you have bodily symptoms bodily symptoms from headache neck pain or lower back ache upper back ache muscle problem upper uh, tummy problem somebody feels i suddenly felt i have a heart attack or something like that mm-hmm. that can be panic disorders or you have pain all over the body and you wouldn't have done any major work you suddenly feel very very energy lot of energy loss you will feel oh my god i energy is lost i am unable to do anything so all these activities it can be whether you have have severe physical symptoms or now coming to the mental symptoms you are unable to concentrate on your activity you could have concentrate on lot of activities before but now your concentration has reduced now your attention span has reduced on few activities or you are unable to enjoy before i used to enjoy my hobby i used to enjoy doing something now i don't enjoy anything or before i used to sit and write for a very long time today i am unable to write today even small small thing looks like a stress for me before i could take up a lot of things and you are unable to complete your work on your timelines you are always giving Uh, you know i want an extra time you are giving uh, reasons and that's so that excessive procrastination excessive that happens in uh, mental health disorders so if you have something like that suddenly you feel you started forgetting things forgetfulness all these things whether it is physical symptoms or mental symptoms so sometimes a person with anxiety will have uh, severe sweating uh, tremors in the hands fa- fast heartbeat has got fast and all these things difficulty in breathing these are all physical symptoms of anxiety then mentally they'll feel oh that's it my life has come to an end looks like i cannot do anything so all these negative things these are all symptoms if you feel you have such things please go consult a, a mental health professionals and seek help so that you will get better instead of just sulking and cribbing and complaining mm-hmm. and saying that person didn't help me this person didn't help me and there are people to some extent they go looks like uh, in india we have seen oh there are if, if something like this happens people will say hey there is oh you have possession syndrome oh, means that uh, they'll say there is god or it's a devil activity on your body mm-hmm. or uh, looks like uh, you know you've been possessed by some uh, god or some dead person or something like that all these things which are all superstitious belief so it is basically of understand there is nothing like god will come on a body mm-hmm. or uh, devil will come on a body this is exactly called possession syndrome so mm-hmm. don't give reasons oh, probably i had the previous janam i had done some mistake and this is the effect of all those things nothing like that please you feel such things it is actually a scientific disorder which is existing in your body that means your brain is actually not able to function properly so mm-hmm. go seek help instead of giving reasons mm-hmm. So, so doctor uh, would you like to give any message to the people who are watching us 
and something which can help them in becoming more balanced and efficient mental health is a need of the day absolutely very much need of the day so unleash your inner potential i want to tell that very much you have so much within you your brain is capable of doing anything lot of things so understand that don't complain i don't have that i don't have this when you complain like that always understand god has given us everything but it's just that we are not utilizing it there are people who are blind there are people who are dumb there are people who are deaf there are people who don't have upper uh, limbs or lower limbs or some of them have no one some have only one kidney some of them their heart is not functioning well so when all these things some of them don't have parents some of them don't have opportunities and all that when you're complaining that you don't have anything please look at those people who don't who actually don't have something but they are still struggling so hard to be in par with the society normals they're trying to live their lives that way normally they're trying to be but they if you go help a fellow who doesn't have eyes he'll say come on i'll i'll help myself i'm pretty, i'm going to help myself but the person who has sight but they does not have insight no one can help him so that's very very important mm-hmm. so next time before complaining look at the world around you mm-hmm. there is a lot of problems then start working start working towards your goals and don't have unrealistic goals mm-hmm. have normal goals and start working towards your goals i know it is very difficult the journey is not so easy but somewhere it has to start mm-hmm. once you start automatically you will be able to see the ways ways and you will be able to reach the destination mm-hmm. happiness never lies once you reach a destination happiness is that whole journey we travel so why choose to be sad and travel that journey be happy and travel and definitely you will reach your destination you cannot tell okay let me reach the one crore club and then i will be happy mm-hmm. it is never it is not going to happen like that you get one crore and you suddenly say oh i only got one crore let me get 10 crores and be happy it is not like that it is just like that it is a it's a way you will tell i am going to be happy today i choose to be happy today right now and from whatever i do, i will be happy keep doing it don't repent whatever your decisions are mm-hmm. i always tell every student i meet the journey from a signature to an autograph was never easy mm. it's never easy so work hard for it so instead of just waiting what that person does and thinking oh look at their life it is so glamorous they have achieved everything everybody have a have their own stories to tell instead of you th- you will only look at the beauty beautiful thing if somebody is dressed so neatly dressed and given an interview you will only lo- look the beautiful thing of it the beautiful editing which has been happened but the amount of difficulties they have faced the amount of positivity they told themselves the amount of push they gave it to themselves whatever it is i have to go that is very very important it's like tell yourself that i have everything that's very important instead of just complaining i don't have that are i don't have this i don't have proper roads i don't have a proper uh, uh, there are people who complain i don't have proper uh, why are you not walking they don't have good shoes it seems that look at those people even if they don't have limbs they're running there are para olympic people who are participating in olympics so why don't you look at it instead of just complaining saying i don't have that i don't have this start looking at life more positively tell yourself more positive affirmations instead of telling i don't have money tell yourself i hands to work for it i have brain to work for it i have all those things so start looking at life in a much more positive way and start living a very satisfied life i want to tell this to all the people 
the major problem of all the things arise when you don't have satisfaction be happy with whatever you choose see when when i chose this as a field nobody supported me except my husband everybody said are you crazy to do this when i went to village to help women on women empowerment to help women in other ways to talk to them about uh, health about sanitization about how to maintain their uh, physical health during the periods time and everything everybody said are you crazy why are you going there whatever you tell they will never understand my i i told everybody aren't they human beings they will definitely understand it is just that the way we tell is very important so that's when my journey started i started going to the places going to the villages to speak about all the topics because it was very very important i remember once when i spoke in a uh, bbmp school that means a government uh, led school um, there were only 60 girls there the whole high school so i was addressing that i actually told them the importance of hygiene during the periods time what they have to do and how how they have to manage but when my do- friend my daughter's friend said oh why aunty why do you want to tell about it is so simple it is you know everybody knows it i told her one thing everybody knows it probably because their parents have told it mm. or somebody has come and educated them mm. but here nobody has told it so these children were so happy they came and hugged me and said you know aunty thank you so much you have told me so much you i'm so happy my whole life i will remember this and the child told me wherever i go from now on i'm going to tell what all you told me to some other girl so that let her be happy mm-hmm. that is what which gave me huge satisfaction end of the day i said i will sleep in peace i tell this again to everybody we'll all rest in peace one day we will all rest in peace one day but the whole beauty is i will sleep in peace every day mm-hmm. that is important so that is what i want to tell everybody when you have something extra give it to somebody who does not have it can be knowledge it can be any materialistic things whatever and then uh, instead of trying to acquire acquire more wealth and all that stuff acquire talent acquire happiness you give what all you have in extra excess i'm not asking you whatever new you have give it to them no you have 20 dresses which two dresses we never we may never wear at all give it to somebody you get a smile on their face you'll ultimately feel your life is worth living so get it and try to give it by getting and giving the balance is there you'll feel very very happy so uh, a satisfied mind is definitely going to sleep comfortably at the end of the night when you have slept comfortably at the end of the night tomorrow morning your day is going to be extremely beautiful once your day is very beautiful start you will start doing everything good so for you to reach that state start doing all those things which is going to give you satisfaction and happiness choose it if you have uh, 10 books and you're not reading one give it to somebody who are, who cannot even buy a book mm-hmm. so they'll be so happy you are eating so much and doctor tells you you're obese instead of that give little to somebody so you'll also be happy and then your your calories also will be reducing so try to look at things in a very easy way see this whole pandemic everybody has a problem everybody economically with socially always so you just call up to a friend whom you feel is not feeling comfortable mm-hmm. talk to them for 10 minutes you are not losing anything mm-hmm. by that you are giving happiness in turn you are also getting happiness that friend of yours will discuss the problems which they are facing instead of you just telling are if i talk to anybody what if they ask me something mm-hmm. what if they ask me money no, don't assume things mm-hmm. 
go see it see face the reality talk to people that's what i tell you in pandemic time instead of just telling it is so difficult life is so difficult there are some people who are still happy why they are very happy with the little resources they have utilize mm-hmm. the resources instead of getting addicted to your phone mm-hmm. use it in a better way take mm-hmm. get pick it up dial the numbers talk to all those people in your life would have done a major difference to them and you could not tell them a thanks this is a high time you do it mm-hmm. start telling thanks to everybody who have supported you so that is these are all simple things it looks simple but it looks small too mm-hmm. but if you start doing it will do a major difference in your life and teach this to your children too basic ethics please teach to your children because your parents taught it to you so you're still showing it to them you will forget teaching your children you never get it back then you cannot complain and saying my life became like that instead of complaining be ready teach them and face it that's it simple way of living life yes i agree that it's indeed more practical way of living life thank you dr padmakshi for your time and sharing valuable views with our listeners on emotional empowerment particularly post pandemic when many people have experienced personal traumas and loss the society need more and more experts on mental health like you to deal with their emotional struggle it really was a pleasure having you on the show i request our audiences that if you feel that your life is getting affected by your inability to control your emotions then please drop all your inhibitions and do not feel shy in connecting with an expert who is available to help you genuinely and listen to you without judgments don't don't you think we all need support sometimes to heal and recover so share what you learned from this episode and don't forget to tune into the same space every tuesday to catch up with upcoming episodes of sustainable success strategies take care and bye for now